On this uh, episode. <laughs> on this episode, of course, we're going under the hood and covering your headlines. A new Sim Challenger has entered, and I head back to Auto Club Speedway to hopefully make it back to back. Ooh! But let's swing it. This thing is a freaking monster. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to 91 Octane. I am John. I'm Randy. And uh, let's get right into this. First, going under the hood. Randy, you ready? I am ready. Let's hit it off. All right. Uh, wow. So under the hood headlines this week, we have the CEO of Ford, Jim Farley, who is actually the cousin of Chris Farley. Did you know really? That? Yes. He's actually related to the- I did not know uh, that. Rest in peace, Chris Farley, one of the greatest comedians ever. Yeah. Of our generation. Yeah. Um, I still he, watch those movies. Oh, dude. Yes. Yeah. Amazing. Uh, he recently, not this past week, but recently said, and I quote, we've got to go to non-negotiated price. We've got to go to 100% online. There's no inventory at dealerships. It goes directly to the consume customer and 100% remote pickup and delivery. He's ready to cut out the dealerships okay, and, and go straight to consumer. Okay. Which is obviously we know the Tesla format. Yeah. And we also know that it's successful, at least in California, and how uh, Tesla has executed that. I can't speak for other states. The state of Michigan blocks Tesla from selling directly to consumers. Right. Therefore, you cannot buy a Tesla within the state of Calif- uh, Michigan as far as I've known for the past year. Okay. Um, I don't know if that's changed or will change. I doubt it because the, the dealerships there have a strong voice. Yep. So the question for you is, are you ready to purchase direct from dealer with no negotiation in price? Yeah. Yes. Or direct from manufacturer. Yeah. Yeah. You Even are. if it means... Paying a little more. Yeah. It, I, I'm willing to do that if it means getting rid of dealers. Okay. Right. Or maybe not getting rid of dealers, but getting rid of markup. Right. So shout out to Eli, Eli Villa Racing. Mm-hmm. He sent me a picture of a Ford F-150 that has the markup of its price. <laughs> Meaning it so was double. 60, it was double. It was buy two, get one free or get one. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Buy yeah. two, get one. <laughs> yes, yes. And that's ridiculous. That is ridiculous. You know what I mean? Like, what? Mm-hmm. Like really? Like, it's I, – I can't believe that that's actually selling. Mm-hmm. But it's just things are be, things that are already unobtainable for the normal consumer mm-hmm. are now becoming even more unobtainable. Yes. And absolutely. that's just yeah. unfair. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, but the thing is – there's, so there's a lot of talk about Ford. Or this is a Ford that I gave you the example of just now, right? Yes. He sent me that picture this week. Yep. Um, so there's a lot of talk within the exec- Ford executive team, mm-hmm. but are they going to put the money behind it to lobby right, against these dealerships? Because these dealerships, that's what they do, right? They lobby Congress, like Michigan, yeah. for example, mm-hmm. to apply regulation that keeps them, af- keeps them afloat. Right. If so, these are privately owned businesses... Yeah, typically. Yeah. Right. So. So, I mean, that, that, you know, it. Ford should be allowed to do what it wants. Yes. The dealerships can go ahead and do whatever they want. Yeah. But a cons- the consumer 
gets to decide whether they want to go have the dealership experience right and get bent over Mm -hmm. or just go straight to ford now there are some drawbacks maybe you won't be able to see the car there'll be fewer places to go see the car maybe they'll have like stores at malls like tesla did for a little while yes whatever it may be Mm -hmm. you know there are going to be some challenges but at the very least you're paying what what everybody's gonna pay yeah it's not like it's basically what the dealerships have right they they pay msrp or whatever the wholesale price is Mm -hmm. from ford Mm -hmm. so now the the uh the consumer gets that so another factor of this and i know you love to hate this is that as we know with things like ebay the secondhand market or aka let's call it scalpers right yeah you know that's a simpler word for it, it which yeah. i do resell myself and yeah. i use i grew up learning how to flip things like that um, yeah that will naturally play a part in people hoarding or buying for themselves these products if they can afford a few right and will flip them for x profit yeah Th- that will come with it does that Ruffle your feathers in any way. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. Yeah, I mean, if there's... Here's the thing, though. Like, uh, it's hard because the problem is there's technology that offers certain people, if they're willing to learn it, a competitive advantage in getting the head up on that, right? Yes. If it's you and me waiting in line, Mm -hmm. right, and we want to be the first 100 people in line to be able to buy a certain thing so that we can buy two of them and sell one, I have no problem with that, Yeah, right? Mm -hmm. But if, you know, Joe or John Smith is putting a bot together to wipe things out Mm -hmm. as soon as they go on sale, giving no one any realistic opportunity to buy one, that can go away. Yes. And there, if... You know, Ford wanted to. They couldn't invest in the technology to defeat that. I've got a solution for it already in my oh, head. Oh, wait, what is it? So you pre-sign up and get a f- your your own unique QR code. Right. Then you get in line at the dealerships at 7 a.m. on a Saturday with your QR code. They scan it. Now you're in the queue with 100 bucks down down payment, and you've, you're in the queue in person. And it's there is no online reservation system. Right. So why do you need the QR code? Because then it's a human that has to be there with their ID to show that they're the ones reserving and going to purchase it. Oh, okay. Wait. Uh, so in order. So you're okay. So your spot in line physically doesn't matter because it's did digitally the you're in line through the QR code. No, you will be in line based on your spot in line, but you will have pre um, pre set up your credit and financing maybe and pre-registered so it's just like you show up and get in line that morning and it's a quick process of scan all right you're, you're at the dealership or a service center so essentially it's a they you can pre-register you pre-register but what but really matters is you getting, getting in line the, getting your ass in line so the way you're defeating yeah. it is by going back to just selling in person and not technically online. yes because yeah. that's almost the only way to do it yeah. Without some sort of technological cheat code with some computer programmers. Yeah. I mean, you could also, there's the limiting purchases, right? You're limiting to two. That's true. That's true. Right. Limiting or based on one. your driver's license. But then that's also unfair to, that's, I guess, the capitalist in me. That, correct. That's unfair to the business. Correct. Correct. To have to put limits on what people are going to buy. Right. Yeah. But if it's a pre-order, they l- we can't buy, well, can we buy hundreds of iPhones when, when those come out? I don't think so. Yeah. I, I I remember when the first one came out or some of the first few ones yeah. that came out, 
they would only sell, mm-hmm. uh, you know, like one or two per customer yeah. or something like that. Mm-hmm. So th- there, there is a precedent for this. Yeah, and give them an incentive. Give them a car cover. As uh, if you if you register and purchase an order that day, and you have the full day to get online in the queue. Yeah, I mean, I, the in, I think the incentive of not having a markup. Yes, is good enough for me. Uh, but yeah, 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 I'll take a car cover. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm cool. Fair with enough. That. Fair but enough. But yeah, well, uh, hopefully. The Ford seems to be the loudest about this. Yes. Or the only voice about this right mm-hmm. now in terms of the car manufacturers. Mm-hmm. So hopefully others adopt it because it is getting a little ridiculous. Uh, agreed. But anyway, the next headline, the 24 hours of Le Mans was this weekend. I didn't even I forgot about it. You okay. forgot about it? I did. Uh, OK, so I've been like I've been watching it. I've been watching like live feeds from Toyota. OK. Mm-hmm. Trying to get some pointers for Gran Turismo. Uh, but the real story is in the future of Le Mans. Okay. Uh, Ferrari will debut in 2023. Ooh. Cadillac is coming back for 2023. Oh, okay. Right? Porsche is coming coming back with a partnership with Penske in 2023. Another interesting one that I'm not a fan of, but an interesting one, Lamborghini will debut in 2024. But at the top tier or? Yeah, like, hypercars. Oh, at the hypercar class. Yeah, hypercar oh, class. Okay. Yeah. Cool, because there's only like six cars in the class right now, I right? Think there's only like four. Yeah, I think it's uh, Toyota. Yes, and uh, I forget that Glickenhaus. Yeah, okay. Yeah, okay. and okay. I don't think there's anybody else. Uh-huh. Uh huh. But then there's some more interesting stuff. Okay. A Chevy Camaro, a NASCAR Chevy Camaro, mm-hmm. is going to be entering Le Mans in 2023. Did you have you heard of the Garage 56 rule? No. So Garage 56 dictates that uh, one company can enter a car that might not be competitive or fit into a certain class, almost just kind of as a showcase. Okay. So Chevy is entering their NASCAR, oh. which is going to be interesting. Like I, I don't, I don't, I don't follow NASCAR. Yeah. Admittedly, mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. maybe those cars have advanced so much to be able to handle mm-hmm. something like this. Mm-hmm. But I'm interested in seeing how it performs. Okay. Um and. Uh, Dodge is rumored to enter. Uh, they so Dodger and Dodger, Dodge <laughs> and Peugeot are both owned by Stellantis. Yes, that's correct. So th- it's it's a rumored that since Peugeot has a program, Dodge might enter as well, sort of as a rebadged Peugeot. But interesting. Dodge is Dodge is wild. So it'd yeah, be, it'd be interesting to see them. The brotherhood but it, of yeah, muscle. Yeah, like honestly, it's it's looking to stack up. Like Le Mans is coming back to being a crazy, you know, event. I mean, it's more engaging for Americans. Yeah, for sure. I cool. mean, where where's Ford? You know, we need a Ford versus Ferrari contemporary rivalry I mean, now. Yeah, they did win recently uh, with their last GT40, but that's great. Yeah, yeah. Huh, or Ford GT, sorry. So I'm looking forward to this. I'm that's cool. To, have you seen the Cadillac? I have not. Dude, it looks so nice. Oh, yeah? Yeah, it looks really <laughs> nice. I, I might even take the Cadillac over the BMW uh, LMH, LMP car that they just came out with. Just by looks and just stuff? Just by looks. Like, oh, it looks like a, it okay. looks like a like, race car Batmobile. Like, oh, yeah. GM. Yeah, it's pretty dope. It's pretty dope. GM. We should just throw them all up uh-huh. like right now. Okay. Um. Yeah, I have pictures of most of them. But, okay. yeah, it's... uh. The 24 hours are going to be pretty interesting over the next two years. Uh-huh. Yeah, that's awesome, dude. A lot of these are teasers for now, so we'll see when they actually come out, what a lot of these cars look like, or if these 
programs actually come into fruition in 2023. Porsche has already experienced delays. I think Audi had some delays too. Mm -hmm. Um, so we'll see if they actually stick to it. But, uh, um, the new rules actually allow for more opportunities. So in 2023, um, they changed the rules to comp combine the LMH hypercars and the DPI cars from the Daytona Prototype International cars okay. um, into one class called the LMDH class. Okay. So that's allowing some crossover in between those, which mm -hmm. I think is going to allow more people to participate. Cool. But man, how, I, I should have looked up how much one of these hypercars cost. Oh, I imagine geez. it's a ton <laughs> yeah. of money, man. Seven figure something. Yeah. Seven to eight figures, yeah. I'm sure, there, just for development. And dude, there was an LMP at the track. Uh, Today? Yester yesterday. Oh, at uh, Auto Yeah, Club. like it passed me. Of I was course. Like, what the hell? Am I at Le Mans right now? Like, what the <laughs> hell is this? Really? Dude, there's some money out there, man. I was, that was surprising to me. That's crazy. Yeah, man. Like a shitty little 90s BMW. <laughs> and it's like, yeah. I'm like, yeah, what yeah, the yeah. Hell? Wow. Anyway, yeah, it's interesting. So now I'm looking forward to that for sure. I wasn't looking forward to this. I mean, Toyota's just been sweeping and sweeping and sweeping. Yeah. There isn't a lot of contestants. Right. So next year is going to be a lot more interesting to watch. Did you watch or even catch tidbits of Le Mans this weekend? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Okay. I watched a lot of it. I, wa I, I was pretty much in a Toyota uh, car for like hours yesterday oh you're watching just their, their channel, live feed. their stream the live feed yeah oh, they, it's, is it on youtube uh like, yeah it's on youtube yeah oh man yeah it's a lot of it's a lot of cool to watch cool to watch and then kind of watch the live stats other than that sure right? uh like the rankings and stuff y yeah like what everybody doing what's our lap times and stuff but it's pretty I cool see. pretty uh, cool so look out for that in 2023 and 2024 for lambo how close have you run lamar Yet on Gran Turismo? Yes. How close have you gotten to those lap times? Oh, I blew him out of the water. <laughs> yeah. It's un it's unfair. You, you, what do you mean? Like, I, like, because they were doing like 328s. Sure. I'm doing 321s. Oh, okay. So okay. seven seconds. Okay. And I'm not them. So, yeah. So, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. like it's, oh, but I have to, I have to do a lap in one of those cars. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, okay. because I'm... So you, what you're saying is you're running your own cars in Le Mans or on well, GT I'm, Sport. I'm, on, on GT7, I'm running... Um, uh, so what PP? Sorry, what PP car? It's... Well, it's BOP, It's a BOP car. Okay. You, I rent it. Oh, is that... Is that oh, that's the, that's that's the, the challenge. That's right the current now. lap time oh, challenge. Yeah. shit. Okay. Yeah, okay, they have okay. Le Mans on there. After Suzuka, it's Le Mans. Uh, yeah. Oh, which is perfect because it was the Le Mans weekend. Yeah, exactly. I see. So I've been doing that with the uh, 787B from Mazda. That seems to be the, the most OP car right now. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, to, okay. to do a lap in. Uh -huh. So I think the record right now is like a 310. Oh, okay. Yeah, so and that's 11 seconds. So that's a bigger gap. But what's so with Suzuka, I had about, I think it was like a six second gap from the top. It was the the top was 156. And right. You were at 2016. So a five second gap. Yes. But I was, it was, I was like ranked like 12,000. Correct. Yeah. Right. Mm -hmm. This one, I am doing a 321, which is 11 seconds off the best, but mm -hmm. I'm ranked 700. Well, it's still early. Yeah. So it, we don't know how. I mean, it's been a week. Has it been a week? Yeah. Oh, it, you're right. Cause yeah, Suzuka ended like on Monday or Tuesday. Right? Yeah. Yeah. 
Okay. Yeah. yeah. I'll have to check out how well or bad. They the don't idea. show you how many people actually did it, though. You can scroll through everybody. Oh, I'm not going to do that. Exactly. Because <laughs> I scrolled through it to look for you. Yeah, and okay. if I knew Jarrell, I would look for Jarrell, too. Uh, okay. But it took fucking forever. <laughs> yeah. No, no way. Yeah. 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 That's damn. No, mm-hmm. I, I couldn't do all that. Yeah. But yeah, that's uh, that's Lamont, uh, Lamont, and we hopefully get to go and drive now that I have some experience on that track. In real life, or I even? hate it. Oh, I hate really? That track, man. <laughs> it's hard. It it's has hard stressed shit. me out so For much. Real? It's because it's so long. Yeah. You know, yeah. you have to be, you have to stay Damn. consistent for such a long three yeah. minutes. That's a long, you know, time. it's yes. a long time to be yes. laser focused and consistent. And yeah. You're just like, yeah. And you make one mistake at the end, your you whole lap is burned. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. it's just been it's been killing me. But yes. it's been a lot of fun. Anyway, next headline. All right. Um, so this is more of a personal thought and just reflecting on cars. Yeah. So we know that generally speaking, cars have a five to seven year development time. Okay. That means the la and so oh sorry. The California mandate to sell EV only cars brand new is twenty thirty five. Mm-hmm. We also know that the shelf life of a standard model is five to eight years. Okay. Depending on the manufacturer, right? Mm -hmm. But they typically build off the last one. So with that said, now is the time, if not already finished, that any and all ICE cars that will at least be focused and sold in California um, has been completed and developed. Yeah. These are the this is the last year or so of the ICE car. In terms of development, again, for sale in California, whether or not manufacturers still. I mean, there's one more cycle in there between 2035, right? Mm, if they choose to sell outside of California, they could. And that's what I was going to say. Uh, okay. But California being the biggest, uh, having the largest GDP in the country and the fifth largest in the world. Yeah. They're going to lean to building cars that are either both EV and ICE, which we know to not be great. Yeah. Or solely dedicate to EV. Or have like a little line of like ice cars for the rest of the country while or they'll just extend the life of certain models that are ice still yeah. and sell those brand new and keep building those out. Yeah, I see that happening for Doesn't sure. Doesn't that does that make you kind of sad? It's kind of like um, iPhone, iPhone touchscreen era versus the full keyboard button era. That's how I feel a lot about it. Because it's just a new, it's a wholly new thing. I I feel sad for the younger generation. Do you? Okay. I don't feel sad for myself. Okay. Because we're, we get to live both sides of that, right? Okay. Okay. We're going to, like, I think we've, I think all the ICE cars that have been released up to this point are the cars that we would want to enjoy for the rest of our lives. What, you know, like what that's I'm sure we don't know. You know, we don't know what we don't know. Yeah. Yeah. But if nothing else comes out, there are so many options out there already that I would like to have and haven't had. Yeah. That I'm fine with. The new Supra is (laughs) what, you know, covers the new cars. Right. Yeah. That's the new NSX, even the old NSX. Right. So, like, there's. The novel stuff has come out for us. It's been cool. It's been new. It's flashy. Yeah. The Z. There's the classic stuff that is near and dear to us and, and uh, inspires all this nostalgia. 
So for us, and now that you know new cars are coming out, EV cars, we're excited about that too, right? Yes. We know that there's performance there, that yes. there's things to see. Mm-hmm. But the younger generation who is going to have to grow up only seeing EV cars come mm. out, right? Mm-hmm. They're going to miss out on the ice passion, the ice noise, the ice attitude, right? Yes. The, yeah. Yeah, you know, yeah. the, the horsepower battle, right? Mm-hmm. Everyone's going to talk mm-hmm. in kilowatts. Yes. You know, and, and, but again, I don't think they're, they're not going to know what they're missing. So they're not going to be sad. Right. But I'm going to be sad for <laughs> them. You or know? they're going to hate it completely, which leads into my next. Uh, oh, hate head- ice. Hate ice. Oh, well, yeah. Yeah. They're going to hate ice. Oh, yeah. They're, they're going to be, be like, snobs. We already experienced that. We experienced during the hybrid uh, phase, right? Yes. I, when Priuses came out, the level of snobbery <laughs> was For having off a Prius? the charge. Yeah. Oh, Tesla. I when, was in the Midwest when the Prius came out, so we didn't oh, have yeah. that. here, dude? Really? Oh, yeah. You were like. Smug ass. Like, it was like Tesla type shit. Oh, with te- a, yeah. With a, big time. With so a pre- Prius. With the, with the Prius. Yeah. I and now that the that. Tesla. I mean, South Park even made an episode on it, I think. I would believe that, but yeah. I don't remember it. Okay. And then uh, and then Tesla went through the same thing. Yeah. And so the whole EV move with, with you know, kind of like your children yeah. who might only get to experience EV cars. No, they're driving the Odyssey. <laughs> right. But that, but they're they're gonna be oh, the start like, of the generation, yes. right? Where yes. yeah, they're like it. they're like us with internet. Yeah, and exactly. social media. Yeah, exactly. They kind of live both. Yeah. Pre and post. Yeah. They're like the last generation of the pre yeah. and post yeah. ice cars. So yeah, their kids are not gonna know any nope. any at yeah at yes. all. So yeah. it's uh that's what and that's what I mean. Like I'm I'm I feel like I've got my fill. Okay, you know that's a good point. Yeah, I like that point a lot. Yeah, because we don't own any Porsches, we haven't yet. No, that's totally on my list. I want There's, a bunch of them. Yeah, it it almost feels better because it gives me some time to catch up. <laughs> <laughs> that's an you interesting know? point too. You know, yeah, like yeah, yeah, that's a fair you know, point. Like all, all the people that constantly buy new McLarens, new Porsches. Yeah, that's all going to be gone. Yeah, right. Yeah, and we're all going to be in used cars. <laughs> yes. Yeah, we are. Yeah. Just circulating them around, trying to keep them alive. Yeah, exactly. Hmm. Yeah. So it's going to come down to damn. Eventually, it's like there's going to be like. Kind of how like forums, but with the actual cars, right? Very yes. niche groups that keep certain things alive. Uh, only like cream of the crop cars or well beloved cars will continue on. Damn, like cars will disappear. Certain ones will after disappear. Aftermarket part manufacturers mm-hmm. are going to be big for a while. For specific m- platforms, yes. For speci- yeah, not your, everything. Your car, right? not my a Chevy car. Sonic, but not the, even the like the Prelude, I would yeah. argue, uh, right? Yeah, that's not yeah, gonna, probably. Yeah, that's going to disappear. Enough. Yeah. That's going to disappear. But for popular cars, mm-hmm. that's going to be a very lucrative business for Absolutely. sure. Absolutely. Yes. For a little while, maybe like 100 years. Yeah. Un- then, once it becomes like the steam engine or the model t yeah then it's over like nobody yeah, cares get yeah. out of here grandpa <laughs> yeah <laughs> you know? it's gonna be a grandpa car yeah, for yeah. sure it's all yes. about ev now yes sad. God, that's depressing and exciting at the same time <laughs> okay okay <laughs> yeah. next headline but then. anyway next headline so the least reliable cars in the last two years are mostly american does that surprise you no that doesn't surprise you. Yes. So consumer reports surveyed uh, and they reveal the models with the models with the greatest risk of problems. So they use 17 trouble areas, you know, for example, squeaky brakes, uh, you know, interior trim, interior trim that breaks uh, out of warranty work, stuff like that. 
Um, and each type of problem gets a weight to it, and then they combine all that data and find out which ones are the worst. Sure. They used two model years of data at minimum for each car. Okay. And then they ranked. Mm -hmm. The worst one actually isn't American, the Subaru Ascent. But I'm not surprised the Subaru. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know? Uh, the, their big SUV, yeah. The, is Toyota on this list? Is Toyota on this list? I will say possibly with a truck. They're not on this list. Okay. <laughs> yeah, they're not on this list. Okay. Uh, Chrysler, uh, Chevy, and Ford. Ford Mustang, Chevy Corvette are oh. on here. Okay. Chevy Silverado and a Ford Explorer. The Silverado. Mercedes-Benz. Of course. GLE they're is all on over here. that shit. Yeah. <laughs> Volkswagen is on here. Of course. With the Tiguan. Okay. And what the one that didn't surprise me the least, this is the third least reliable car it's, in the last two years it's the italian brand alfa romeo that's not on this list oh shoot okay. yeah alfa romeo is not on the list i think they just have a bad name or they don't have any more cars the <laughs> tesla model y oh yeah that doesn't also doesn't surprise me yeah it doesn't yeah. didn't surprise me either yes, but yes. I'm, i was surprised to see it be the third worst third worst yeah second worst is chrysler pacifica the minivan yeah okay but it's a Chrysler, so sure, fair enough. Yeah. But Tesla's on here. I'm surprised I only see one Tesla car, though. You don't think the three should be? I haven't heard as many complaints about the three as I have the Y. Okay, yeah. But the Y has dominated sales. I feel like more people yeah. lean Y than yeah, because it's a cr the crossover. Yeah, yeah. I don't know why they love it, but yeah, they love it. Fair yeah. Enough. Okay, well, sorry. What was number one? Subaru Ascent. Oh, Subaru Ascent is yeah. number one. I barely see those. Also a crossover. Yeah, that's weird, too, that you barely see them. Yeah. And there's enough data to say that they're horrible. Maybe because California doesn't have as many. Yeah, maybe. It's like it's all more, Portland. Yeah, it's all Portland or Maine. The other yeah, side oh, of that's the, the other, northeast. Yeah, yeah, the other corner. Yeah. <laughs> yes. But wow. anyway, yeah, that's uh, those are your least reliable cars for the last two years, and they're mostly American cars. Mm. Um, You know, like, if you account for volume of sales, though, yes. you know, like... Chevy should and Ford. They should be the embarrassed ones. Uh, well, no, actually, because they sell a ton of cars, right? Oh, oh, so you're saying because they're lower? Yeah, because they sell more cars, they're more likely to get complaints. Oh, fair that, enough. And That's things a good that argument. have issues, right? That's a fair argument. Whereas the Model Subaru, y, like you said, or yeah. the Model Y, yes. who don't sell at those numbers yet, right? Then it's like, oh man, you guys are bad. Does it have uh, model sales for the Ascent? It doesn't. Okay. Yeah, okay. it doesn't. It okay. doesn't. I should have looked those up. Because the Model Y is not even six. It might be six figures or just breaking six figures. The Model Y, no. Is it 100,000? It's like 60, 60K or 70K. Oh, that's a small sample. Yeah. Yeah. Because like uh, Camry is like 500,000 units. Yeah, I think it just Civic. recently hit 60. I think it was like a 55. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. So they still have time to improve. and the Yeah, but they, Tesla doesn't really have a history of improving. Uh, no complaints. Well, yeah, you're right. Who knows? Yeah. Who knows? But we'll see. We'll yes. see. We'll They're see. still growing. So, yeah. I'll, you know. Yeah, there's a ton of more. Com there's a ton more competitors now. Yes. So they're going to re be required to elevate their game Absolutely. at one point. Yeah, Absolutely. Yeah, to stay competitive. Yes. All right. Uh, next headline. My next and last headline, EVs run in near silence, as we know. Yeah. It's creepy. Yes. It is very eerie. And you've ridden in one, I imagine. Yes. Already, right? Yeah, yeah. So... What is the car? And I guess this kind of alludes to kind of our conversation prior to your last um, thing. Can you well, we can obviously imagine a day where 
my kids' kids will call me grandpa because my car actually makes noise while I'm sitting in it. Right, yeah. Do you think there will ever be a day where they don't channel artificial sound into the cars? Because I heard that the Mustang EV, I don't know this for a fact, the Mustang EV does have a V8 audio mode so that you can hear a V8 as you drive. I'm pretty sure you can mod Teslas to do that too. I, I believe that. Yeah. But will it be... Will it continue, or do you think people will expect a silent ride with noise cancellation within the cabin so that it's purely just no audible sounds? I think the novelty of piping in sounds mm -hmm. is... What could I compare it to? It's kind of like... It's kind of like when you got... You found a like a candy that you really liked when you're a little kid, mm -hmm. and you ate a ton of it, right? Yeah. And in like two weeks, you were sick of it. Okay. Right, just from eating it so much. <laughs> okay. That's that's how I would describe piping in sounds. Yeah. It's gonna be fun. It's mm -hmm. gonna be like, oh, cool! I can make V8 sounds. I can make Hellcat sounds. I can make, you know, E92 M3 sounds. Yeah. But after a certain point, the the artificial nature of it yes. is going to overpower any sort of feeling that you're getting from it. Right. 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 So and then so because it's going to be a novelty, it's going to go away pretty quickly. Oh, OK. okay. Yeah. So yeah. people's expectations will be pure silence. Like yeah. they're sitting in the library. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe it's me. Yes. But I'd get tired of it pretty quickly. I would get tired of the artificial noise. Yeah. I would love pure silence while driving, I think. Do you for a like a commuter car? I'd feel weird. Yes. Yes. No. You I don't, don't think I well, okay. Mm. Because let's say For a commuter car, yes. Yeah, right. Okay. Okay. But but by commuter car mean for me would mean my utility car. Absolutely. That's so exactly like my right. truck. Yes, exactly. Yeah, exactly. that needs to be quiet and comfortable. Correct. Because I want to hear my music. Yes. Right. That's all I'm into. Or who you're talking to. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> but yeah. Uh, but yeah, but like my fun cars. Yes. You want the noise. You I want, want the, the noise. Rumble, like because the... like what do you have left if you don't have the sound? You have acceleration, right? Yeah. How often can you actually put that? Are you going to do that at every light Correct. and be out of juice by the time you get home? Right. Before you get home? Yeah. Yeah. So. Like, what's going to replace that? You're not going to have that fun anymore. Because, like, when I drive the E92, it's fun to roll gears because I can hear them. I can feel them. Yeah. Right? You feel the rumble. You feel the power. You hear the power. Mm -hmm. And the EV, ee, like. And that's all artificial, it, that it, sound, right? Well, no, the, the humming of the motor. That's all okay. you're going to Oh, yeah. yeah if yeah. you hear it, right? Correct. That's Correct. if you hear it. Yeah, they, so, can they, can get, they can eliminate that. Yeah, they can eliminate it. Absolutely, they can yeah. eliminate it. Yeah. And they probably will eliminate it. And that makes me think about my S2000. And you remember that there was a Rywire S2000 that was fully EV. Mm -hmm. But it, like, didn't get that much hype on IG. Unless, at least I mean, from my perspective. I mean, it was kind of before its time. It was three. It was during COVID, I think. Uh, you know what? There there have been, in the last five, six years, there mm -hmm. have been a lot of EV, conver EV conversion tuner cars. Yes. That don't draw a lot of attention. You're yeah. right. Yeah. I, I saw an 8.6 on Hoonigan. Kinda oh, came really? And went. Yeah. Kind of came and they went. Did a, EV was conversion. It a, on was e it a Tesla? Um, no, it was oh. before Tesla. 
No, I mean, was it, it was a Tesla like hardware? And no, stuff? no, no. That's oh, what I mean. Like it was, okay. it was sort of before people were doing the Tesla swap stuff. Oh, I see. Okay. Yeah. Okay. And there was uh, EV West was bit, yeah. like like blipped for a bit and yeah. then kind of went away. Yeah, they did. Um, and so yeah, sort of the whole tuner side of things. I think people are just still stuck on their ice cars. It's like don't mess with it. Like yeah, we can have our EVs, but don't take out the heart and soul of the of, of the, the car of the ice car i'm not with that too no nah, I you don't, think I mean, that's what it, yeah like why doesn't it get hyped i think see well here's the thing okay so i, I this goes back to how i see cars right because yes. a lot of people will name their cars or whatever sure. i don't believe cars have hearts or souls okay right they're okay. machines right okay sure what cars do are enhance your own heart and soul okay right okay. So by replacing the ice motor with an EV one, uh-huh. that could enhance somebody's heart and soul. Fair Mine, enough. probably not, <laughs> right? Yeah. But some somebody, I mean, somebody maybe. built it, right? Yeah. Rywire built it, so yeah. maybe for them it does do that. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. But it looks like for a lot of people, it doesn't really do that. Right. Yeah, so yes. I, I don't know. I don't think that it tickled anybody's uh, feathers with... I mean, I mean, it was interesting. It is interesting. Even the Porsche that we saw at SEMA was interesting. Was interesting. Um, but give me that Porsche with the stinking the oh, flat engine. Oh, <laughs> yeah, like, absolutely. Yeah, right. Uh, if given the choice, I would one hundred percent. I would have taken the ice yeah. all day long. All day long. I do not care that you can accelerate zero to sixty faster than me. I do not yeah. care that you do a quarter mile yeah. faster than me. Yeah. Yeah. I simply just don't care. Yeah, I, w- I would prefer the ice uh, Porsche 964. Yeah, and, and a lot of it is what I'm used to. I understand that mm-hmm. bias, right? Mm-hmm. But at the same time, it's also what I like. Yeah. So, yeah. I wonder what our my grandchildren will call us as far. You know how we call boomers, like baby boomers, boomers? Yeah. They're going to call us something that's like a... Yeah. I mean, I think I think millennial. Well, boomer has always existed. Yes. Baby boomer has always yes, existed. Correct. But right? like so just how negatively millennial will yeah, become right. will have a negative connotation. Correct. To it. That's, exactly. that's what's going to happen. <laughs> yeah. Just that and they might abbreviate it somehow. Yes. Like, that's what call I mean. Us millies. Or something. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Something like that. Yeah. But yeah. anyway, let's get into our last headline yes. headline. If you're stranded in your Tesla. Find a Ford Lightning owner. I don't know if you saw this. Mm-mm. Ford is actually including a free Tesla charging adapter with every sale of their Ford F-150 Lightning, meaning that their truck can now charge Teslas. Oh, yeah. interesting. Yeah. Okay. So, like, it's interesting because this seems like a mm-hmm. this seems like a pretty a pretty easy way for them to integrate themselves into sort of an existing EV ecosystem, right? Mm-hmm. Um, they're they're essentially now putting out a mobile charging network for Tesla. Yeah, okay, right? you could say one could definitely say that, right? Yep. yep. Now, if once AAA says, okay, we need to move to EVs, right, for roadside assistance vehicles, mm-hmm. who's got a leg up? Well, obviously the Ford F one fifties. Yeah, but you have to. We, I would want to know how much charge they can provide. Um, of course, you can have stop the sharing of energy. Yeah, yeah. But at full capacity, there's a certain amount that you can provide to a Tesla. 
what would that be at half capacity? Yeah, I don't know. I don't thing. have those right, details. Right, yeah. But yeah, I mean, I'm sure they'll be able to work that out. But I thought it was interesting that Ford is including this, right? Like, I'd like to, I would have loved to be part of that conversation. As a product designer? As or a pro, As a yeah. product designer, salesperson, just a Ford company in yeah, general, right? Yeah. Like, oh, let's include an adapter so they can charge Tesla cars. Because, you know, like another another market you could tap into is right is households that own a truck Mm -hmm. usually own another passenger car yes right so so maybe they're assuming okay tesla owners Uh uh-huh current tesla owners are gonna want trucks yes just through this adapter alone Mm -hmm. it sort of draws a bridge between the tesla and the ford f-150 lightning making future potential buyers you know yeah more yeah. interested in that truck right might be a stretch but that's just, this is why i want to be i would love love to be a part of the conversation like what are they thinking yes. in doing this yeah i think it's an interesting idea yeah i think it's creative i was yeah. gonna hate on it at first then the more I thought about it, I was like, well, they're trying something new and different. Yeah. So, so let's see what it does yeah. overall. And what's even more strange is that they didn't market it. That's very true. I also. found this out through somebody, a Ford Lightning owner who received their car, posting it on a forum. They already delivered. Lo- They've uh, already delivered. They're starting to deliver Lightnings. Oh, wow. And so they posted the adapter. So he bought one. So he bought one. Yeah. And it's like, oh, it came with this weird adapter. Like it's for. And they, it's not called a Tesla EV charging adapter. It's just EV car charging adapter. Ah. But it's clearly for a Tesla. Yeah. Ah, yeah. okay. Yeah, no, I wonder what the product man, like manuf- manager of the that that car thought. Yeah, I might. It would be a stretch, but I know somebody that is that works at Ford. He gets a Ford Raptor every year. Like oh, a new okay. One. Yeah. Um, for free. Yeah, he he's that high up at four that oh, he gets a wow. Yeah, so he, I would be curious to see if if I can get an answer out of that person because it's a friend of a friend. Yeah, what the thought behind that was. Yeah, look into that. See if we That's can find something weird. Yeah, kinda, yeah, right? it is. I thought it was curious for sure. Mm. But anyway, let's get into our first segment or second segment of the episode. Mm-hmm. A new sim challenger has entered. A yes. track junkie has exited. May he, <laughs> may he rest in peace. Sure, sure, sure. Randy, welcome to the new world of Sim. Yes. So you <laughs> have recently taken a dive into the deep end. Uh, I guess describe your progression and how you got here. Okay. So, well, obviously I have my I've set my own limitations on going to the track. Yeah. So I'll call that what that is, right? Yeah, and but you also told me that you didn't really catch the bug. I didn't catch the bug at the yeah, track. I mean, yeah. I've only done one track, and yeah. we'll be going to Button Willow, so I'll probably get a chance to drive that track. Yeah, yeah. I think there's a certain level of um, apprehension I have just because my car isn't fully spec'd out safety-wise Yeah. for a proper track spec. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And to get to the right levels, you definitely – I feel like you do need a trailer – 
and you do need to have appropriate safety. I disagree. Well, not with the trailer, right? You don't disagree. You disagree well, with the trailer, but maybe the roll cage. And I, the I, I don't agree with that either. But really? I, but you have a convertible. I so, do have a so convertible. I understand. Yes. But yes, I did yes. it in the Rio without a roll bar for Fair enough. for a while. Fair enough. Yeah. All right. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, the S two thousand without a roll bar. Well, yeah, doesn't, you don't have a roof. And a roof. Yeah. Both. Yeah. Yes. Is very. It leaves me a lot more vulnerable. Yeah. Yeah. But I didn't catch the bug. Let's just say that. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Yeah. So with that said. Um, I did, as we know from our last episode, talk about me upgrading my sim rig wheel and motor yeah. to a proper direct drive setup. Right. And so I have com- not competed. Well, you could say I've tried to compete in time trials on GT7's uh, sport segment. Right, right. Where you compete against the world. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And at Suzuka, which we were previously talking about, I realized how badly I sucked. <laughs> What do you mean? How, how? Well, you know, like you said, you're ranked in the 12,000th right. at, at your best times. Yeah, yeah. For that track um, against the world. Yeah. Or yeah. at least whoever has competed. I'm, I was ranked in the 40,000th. Okay. 40,000th. Do you know what the total number? I don't know the total entrance because uh, I wouldn't go all the way to the end of the yeah, list. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's got to be six figures at least, right? One would think. Uh, one would think. One would think. But I have no way of confirming that. Because they have to have sold at least 100,000 of the uh, copies of the game. Yeah, yeah. Around the world. Yeah. But I, then there's so many factors that you can't take into account. Like, is it controller? Is it guy's wheel? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then to, to add to that, I yes, I upgraded my rig, but I'm getting beat by people with a Logitech G29. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> you know? Yeah, so yeah, yeah. it's like... Then I start to think, well, should I upgrade my TV so that I have the the best frame rate? So right, right. Oh, like dude, the right breakpoint. You're having the classic <laughs> track guy dilemma. Exactly. Right. Throw. Exactly. Oh, I'm too slow. Throw parts at it. <laughs> Which is dumb, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah so dumb. Because yeah. I'm, well, I mean, to uh, the thing is, you're. Re- it will help. Yeah, it could right? help. It, it could no, help. it will help. Okay. It will enough. help. Okay. Right. Okay. But. You won't be able to squeeze the juice, all the juice out of that lemon. Yes. Right. Until you practice. That's correct. Yeah. Yeah. And I felt like with Suzuka, I ran it a lot, John. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) What was your best time? Uh, I ended up, I landed at 205 something. Okay. Okay. I can't remember the, yeah, the thousandths and the tenths. Okay. But I was like 205, like six, maybe. So I was like four seconds over you, which is. That's pretty solid. That's respectable. Yeah, yeah for you sure. know, I, I was able to get to low forty thousands. What's your history with Sim? My history with Sim is zilch. So I with Gran Turismo three. Yeah. I bought one of the f- the the first ever force feedback Logitech wheel. Okay. But my problem was I bought it with a like stand up rig. Yeah. And I would drop it and I would sit in the couch. Okay. So yeah. the seating position. Like the thing would slide around, it just never worked out, and the shifter was on the wheel, like it was attached to the wheel, uh, okay, which was gotcha. great. Yeah, but yeah, just my seating position was terrible, um, and so I sold that whole thing because I just didn't get the right experience with it. Got it. Okay, but okay. not realizing that 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 could have been the entry into the platform or just yeah. the overall world. So it w- you n- you didn't get seriously into it at that point. No, be- yeah, and like the game wasn't engaging at the. For me, at least, I guess at yeah. the time, and yeah. obviously, yeah, right. I have the game still, but I I don't have the 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 wheel for the PS2. Yeah, Sorry. yeah, the PS2, 
And so that was my first ever, and that was back in 2004-5. Okay, got it. And, and, I mean, and like, for me, I spent hours on Gran Turismo. Okay. Three specifically, I think on two, PS2. three, mm-hmm. all controller, though. Yes. All yes. controller. I never had a wheel until the Logic 29. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So this is your first this wheel. This is my first wheel experience. Experience. And yes. it's so much easier. It is way easier and way yeah. more engaging. Yeah, for sure. Right? Yeah, yeah. I like winning cars. Yeah, yeah. With it. That's yeah. my main thing. So I feel it may, that was probably part of three also. I just never – I had too many games is yeah, what it was. Yeah, okay. And I was busy with life in my 20s. Yeah, yeah. So I was not engaged in video games at all okay. really anymore. So I caught the bug with Gran Turismo 7, I yeah. would say. Um, I upgraded my rig. Uh, my journey and my goals are to be ran- – at least get ranked into the four digits on a track. Any track. Any track. That's like my f- – maybe that's a near-term goal. Right. Yeah. I mean, it looks like you can do it at at Cirque de Sarth. It's, oh, really? The, the Le Mans track. Oh, okay. Because, okay. I mean, I'm at 700. Y- yes, yes. So, I don't know. It feels like the bar is lower. You, but with this track specifically. With this track specifically. Okay, yeah. Yeah, or maybe there's yeah. less people. I don't know. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yes. So, yeah, anyway. And so if, if and when I can c- start to get a lot more competitive yeah. in terms of my times – then I'll, that'll give me enough courage to actually enter some of the tournaments online right. that occur. Yeah. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so that's kind of the longer-term goal. Yeah. If I can get that in a year, that'd be great. Kind of like where you're at with your track life and yeah. how you took, what, two years of en- from entry to building, two years of entry with the Rio, building the E36, and working up your... I would, time. I would say it's a, it was like one year with the Rio mm-hmm. where I crossed autocross into track life. Yes. Then uh, another year. Then it was a mixed year mm-hmm. of the Rio. The Rio blew up. Yep. So it was like a year and a half, let's say, with the Rio. Yeah. Rio blows up. Then I get into the E36. Yep. So I use a year to build that car. But you're running every other month or so. Every other month or so right. is about right. Just to one get day a week, up. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. One day a month, you mean, uh, or one day every two months? Every two months, I yes. would say, is probably mm-hmm. where I was. One day every two months, and then, uh, then I took a big pause to build the car. Mm-hmm. Uh, then finally built the car, and then I got into it like once a month. Yes, one day a month to get licensed. Yep, that took all of 2021. Yep. Then now in 2022, we already talked about how that's going. Yes. So, um, so I guess it's you're kind of gonna put in the same progression. Yeah, and as to you Gran yeah. Turismo speci- specifically. Yes, and I would argue you can get way more seat time with Gran Turismo. Oh yeah, yeah. Well, you're that's not even an argument. That's a yeah, fact. At the comfort of your home, yeah, one hundred percent. Like I slide in at lunch. I don't know if you do every now no, and then. No, I okay. haven't. I okay. can't. You don't have enough time for your. Lunch I, yeah, breaks. I get I get lost in in Sam, man. Oh yeah. Okay, you I, can't I drop a, in for a few. I can't runs. drop in for like yeah. I have to. I've gotten to a point where I have to set a timer. Oh really? Right? Yeah, and I'll set a timer for like forty-five minutes, yeah. right? Yeah, and I'll and I'll I'll be playing, and mm-hmm. then it'll feel like five minutes have passed by, and the alarm is going off. <laughs> like I yeah, get that completely makes lost. Yeah, that makes a ton of so sense. So I try not to do it. I can't. You yeah, know? one of the problems I've found also is, um, I as I mentioned, I'm 
sleep very much overpowers me. Yeah. But when I'm playing Gran Turismo at night, after afterwards my adrenaline shoots. Oh, one, oh, dude. <laughs> right? Oh, yeah. yeah. So I'm up to like 2 a.m. Yeah. just by naturally. Yeah. Because like I I was sweating and playing with my friends online. Yeah. Oh, and sweating too. <laughs> yeah. That's, that's so the weird. crazy part. Huh? It is very yeah. weird. It yeah. Is, yeah. The intensity. Yeah. Especially with your new wheel. Yeah, the force feedback is stronger, it's right? It's stronger, and we've talked about it's smoother, and we'll be doing a YouTube review on this, yeah, right? Yeah. Um, it's smoother, but I don't know that it lessens or increases the intensity. I would say when I'm competing with friends, I should say. What are your force feedback settings at? Um, I just matched it to what people recommended online on forums. Which is like uh, what, like three and a hundred or ten on well on the screen or on the wheel? Because there's wheel settings as well. Oh, I don't know. Separate from the screen, the Gran Turismo settings. I put it ten and ten for feedback. Oh shit, and you sensitive. are full power. Yeah, I want to go. I want to feel that shit. Oh wow. <laughs> yes. Okay. Yes. Because yes. I feel like even in my G29, like ten ten. Uh huh. Is too strong, but the problem with the force feedback on the G29 mm-hmm. is that it is n- not natural. Yes, and I didn't know that until you spoiled me with the fanatic <laughs> yeah. or fanatic. What fanatic, it's Fana- fanatic, fanatic. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so yeah, but but anyway, like so you know now knowing your goals, mm-hmm. right, and kind of knowing where you're at now. Yes, like I guess what, how are you looking to achieve that? Are you just gonna do all their races every week or whatever and um, improve that way? Or? I guess the way, based on what I just said, my plan would be if I can be consistently throughout the entire span of a single track that's a time trial on GT Sport. Yeah. If I can consistently be within the 10,000s range, less than 10,000s range. Yeah. Then I will graduate to tournament like real competitive tournaments okay whether it's through online or maybe even going to a place and trying that just to show my face i mean i've seen the world championships online oh, like the like, gt uh, academy stuff yeah, yeah you're like damn dude. that'd be pretty cool those are those are crazy and yeah. oh dude they're really talented yeah obviously. oh and like they're they've got like ten thousand dollar rigs yeah, that too. You know? That's definitely true. Yeah. Which, you know, they could do well on a G29 also. Yes. But yeah. there's, there's yeah. something to be said about that. Absolutely correct. Yeah. So, I mean, that would be a dream. But that's kind of like, I wouldn't call it NBA level. That's like the minor leagues, right? Yeah. Of racing. Yeah. I mean, but you can do it. Single A, Sometimes right? I do feel like maybe we might be too old. Oh, yeah. Without for question. That, for that like, reaction question. time yeah. and stuff. Yeah. No, that's the truth. But it's that's not truth. impossible. That's also very true yeah <laughs> yeah. yeah so yeah, 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 yeah so i think you could pull it off potentially you know, but it might take some time that would be a very lofty goal yeah for sure so very, but very for lofty. now it's just kind of the the normal tournaments that they have correct going on. correct have yes. you entered i mean so uh i guess quick lap lap times are a good indicator one variable that gives an indication of you doing well in a race mm-hmm. but it's not necessarily like a one-to-one match Correct. So are you doing races now, too, or just time trial stuff? I race Like with my the friends. daily races. Uh, I don't do the daily. Well, I haven't done the daily races yet. I'll dabble in that. Okay. I'll, I mean, we have had public rooms where people have come into our, our uh, shared room and, and raced against us. Okay. And it's a mixed bag. You never. Yeah, you never know what you're going to get. With, with the daily races, I'm sure it's, it's more serious comp- competition. Yeah, there's a little less. 
shenanigans, but there's still some idiots. And there's a lot of bumper cars. Yeah, like right? I've I've had guys, not a lot, but there's some. Like I've had guys who instead of instead of essentially doing the race, mm-hmm. they're fighting for their position. Like I'll be in like seventh. Okay. And they'll be in sixth, mm-hmm. but they see me coming on them quick. Okay. So instead of focusing on them getting fast, they now become focused on not letting me through. Oh. So they will slow down. They will deliberately, like, try to mess up my line. They will, like, bump me. They will try to get me off a track yeah. just to hold their position. And their, their, their racing style, if you could even call it that, yeah. is that. Which yeah. is annoying to me. Yeah. I would almost wish that Gran Turismo damaged our cars a little bit where you had to pay credits to repair your car. Uh, that'd be kind of annoying. <laughs> but yeah, I guess. <laughs> I mean, their penalty system is annoying. Though. Is it even worse? Yeah, I, I've, I've run into a penalty by accident on the time trial. Mm-hmm. Is it of any significance other than half a second or so? Oh, yeah. yeah. I mean, penalties for like colliding with someone are are, like sometimes it can be up to five seconds in some situations. Oh, okay. Okay. But sometimes like sometimes someone will bump you and you'll run into someone else as a result and and they'll go off track. Right. And because of that, you get a penalty. That sucks. Yeah. So there's like the AI for the penalty system isn't that great. So you get some of these annoying situations. I see. Yeah. Yeah. But I mean, can they even program it to be recognizing that? Right. Yeah. That's, that's kind of hard to say. Part. Yes. But anyway, let's go back to your rig. So why did you decide to move from the G29 to the Fanatic? Purely as a opportunity because it was for sale at cost. Okay. And so did you catch the sim bug? <clears throat> When you had the 29 and then bought the Fanatic or did you buy the Fanatic on this like opportunity of having it available and then catch the bug? No, I bought I caught the bug via the G29 via the G29. Okay, I'd always been eyeballing the the Fanatic prior to the game releasing. Okay, I was going to pre-order it right when it when it was available in March. I was going to buy it. Then it sold out. Yeah. So I was like, eh, that's fine. You know, no shit off my, you know, like, fine. I don't, I'm not losing money. But yeah. I also didn't know how great it was. Right. Everybody wants yeah. to try it before they buy it. Yeah. Right. And yeah. the Fanatic had made that available at Best Buys. Yeah. You and I would definitely have gone to Best Buy to try that oh, shit. Oh, yeah. And I would have bought one. And then we would have bought one. Yeah, absolutely. They just didn't have the supply chain available yeah. for it, unfortunately. And thus, it's limited even right now. Yeah. So they only sell the motors. They don't sell the full G- DD Pro kits anymore. Yep. Um. And I would argue it's still worth it to get, right? It is. It is absolutely not. You know, that I've tried it. I don't think the wheel will improve before you because the force feedback is such on the Fanatic that Mm -hmm. it drives for you. Mm. So you know how, like, when you're driving a car, like just, you know, driving around town, Mm -hmm. right? You'll do the thing where you let the the wheel essentially turn. Yeah. And and it turns for you and it straightens out because Mm -hmm. you know that that's, how it's gonna do it how it's gonna do it right yeah. the gyro forces yeah are gonna yeah. force that uh-huh. the uh-huh. fanatic direct drive system is is so elegant in that way and that yes. it can do that yes right yes. whereas the g29 does not do that correct you're yeah. really just fighting simple forces correct correct whereas correct. the dd pro is working with you yeah yeah that's right? true that's true so yeah that's the advantage of the wheel the big advantage for me mm-hmm. are the pedals 
Okay, so at first you didn't like the. At first the I hated the pedals. Yes. At yes. first I hated the pedals. I uh-huh. said that last week. Mm-hmm. And then I went back and tried to do laps of Suzuka. Okay. Right? I did a 201 something. Was my 201 638. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> Don't ask me All how right. I remember. <laughs> so I, I, did, couldn't beat I that. did that. And I couldn't, I couldn't get faster. Yes. And I don't really look at a lot of tele- the telemetry that's on my screen okay. ever. Yeah. And but I couldn't figure out what was going wrong. So mm-hmm. then I start looking at the telemetry and I noticed that just in the first like millimeter of play before I hit the rubber stop, mm-hmm. it gives me full threshold braking and engages ABS. Ah, uh, okay. Right? Okay. And so what I was complaining about yours that the lever was too big and it had a ton of play. Yes. But what that means is that I could fine tune braking more precisely. Oh yes. So if I would have had yes. that pedal, yes. I could literally like use my toe to brake. Yes. And that would give me some braking. So I can dial in my trail braking yes. way more. Once you get used to the pedal. Yeah, and that's Correct. what I meant in a text I sent you. Like, mm-hmm. your mm-hmm. pedals are good for two or three seconds. Oh, wow. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Because what I'm having to do mm-hmm. is full brake yes. t- just to the right speed and uh-huh. then let go the brake. Oh, okay. And then, use, and then coast through the turn as yeah. best as I can uh-huh. and then hit the accelerator as quick as I can. I see. Right? Okay. Whereas with the trail braking, I can brake into the turn, uh-huh. soften it up, mm-hmm. and then hit the hit, get roll onto the gas. I see. Yeah. I see. And I don't even have the upgraded brake pad or brake pad. You don't with the load cell. Yes, yeah. correct. So that's Which, a whole other thing. And that's uh, that's definitely planned yeah. for me. It's a 140, so it's not a big cost. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I did this weekend yesterday. Part of the reason I didn't uh, work on my YouTube video actually, yeah, is because I bought a used S two thousand steering wheel, and I'm gonna try to get it connected to the <laughs> DD Pro. I'm gonna see. I'm gonna. It's gonna be very not. I wouldn't say ghetto rigged. Yeah. They have how a, much heavier is it than the regular wheel? It's fucking heavy. Yeah. <laughs> I'm interested yes. to see how that's gonna affect the the direct drive. Uh, wheelbase well yeah that's a good question that's a very good point yeah. i mean you know that they can add a, a momo or a sparkle wheel oh, yeah. to the dd pro wheelbase, yeah. right that's a good point i didn't even think about how the weight factors because it's it's heavier yeah <laughs> it's so, steel yeah you know, right yeah so maybe car. you won't maybe you will feel it as much i don't know ah that's a good point or yeah. i could wear out the motor more too even yeah maybe too yeah so i might as well just not it was only 30 bucks so i could just flip <laughs> it and i mean you might as well try it it'd be a, at least a good youtube video if, if i am yeah able to yeah pull it see off, how you right? do it yeah but yeah like how did that how would that work with the buttons though so how that works is there is a fanatic has a universal um Hub. Mount, hub system yeah. that has buttons built onto it and it can stretch and um, contract uh, according to your steering wheel. So if you bought a Sparco or a Momo with the standard um, millimeters, like what, six or uh, four screws yeah, around yeah. it, three or six, I think is what it is, you can screw it directly to that hub and then stretch out the buttons to the right placement that you need. Oh, I and did then, not know that. And then that mounts to the motor. Any any fanatic motor. Yeah. Yes, that's true. CSL and the DD Pro. Yeah. Or DD. Yeah. And so um with that said, 
then you've got a full system. Like you can you can totally have a proper Interesting. system. Interesting, an S two thousand. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> and I told the guy I bought yeah. it from. He's like, you might as well buy a cluster. I'm like, yeah, but a cluster for S two thousand like a grand. Oh, dude, that'd be pretty cool. It would be very cool. Like once you start making videos, if you had like a working S two thousand cluster, very very cool, that'd right? Be pretty sweet. <laughs> that would be extremely. That, cool. I mean, if you're gonna if you're if you caught the bug, that's what this means. But uh, wow, a thousand, oh, dude, that would be really. They're just so rare. That's the unfortunate reality of the S two thousand cluster. Just take it out of this one, <laughs> <laughs> or just hot swap it out yeah. when I want to sim. Yeah, 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 dude, yeah. Would, just take it out of this one. If I come upon a cheap one, who knows? Yeah, who knows? But those get swapped into Hondas all day long. But being able to rig it, yes, to work with the game, I don't know how that would work. It's. I mean, we have LED lights on our wheel. Right, and but there's a display to, to, to tap into those to wires. To find a way to make that work, you might have to do like your own discovery. Yeah, yeah, on I that. would have to that, break the hub uh, open to figure out how, because they do have an LCD screen on that hub. Yeah, for the speedometer. Man, but you'd be like, if you could figure that out, you'd be like the king of S two thousand sim. <laughs> yeah. yeah, dude. That that's me tinkering. Like, yeah, we'll see. Yeah, you know, if like you could help somebody. That although I did see you attempt to fix a flashlight and fail. So. <laughs> It was <laughs> it was a failure because I realized what I was doing at such a low cost item. <laughs> I was like, why the yeah. fuck am I doing this? All this work oh, of soldering. Man. Yeah, yeah. So that that's why I, I gave up on that. Well anyway, I look forward to you taking on this mm-hmm. new like Sim Dad. Yes. Sim Dad. Sim Dad. Oh my god. Yeah, like we, Simba, uh, Sim Dad. No, I was thinking Sinbad. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Yeah. Yes. Sim Dad. Sim Dad. Uh, Sim yeah. Dad roll. Yes. For 91 Octane. I want to see what your times are going to be soon. Yeah. I want, I mean, obviously, I want to beat you guys. Yeah. Those are like near term goals, or at least be at par. Yeah. You know, just being at par. I mean, Franco beat my time in like with far less effort and seat time than <laughs> I, than me. Yeah. Clearly. Yeah. And so that tells me a lot about where I'm at. Yeah. And that's a good measure, right? Your friends, yeah. right? People that really go to the track, you, Jarrell. Yeah. Um. So. But I mean, like, I obsess. Yeah. So I look up YouTube videos. I do the circuit like practice. Oh, so I, you were looking for ways to I look for ways to squeeze out like what I do, my process let's talk about the process sure, let's and do we'll it. end there. So my process is uh squeeze out as much time I can out of a lap at whatever track using my own experience. Yes. What I think will work at specific turns where where I think I need to be on the gas, where I can break, whatever, right? Mm-hmm. Once I've done that and I get to a point where I'm just kind of pla- I've kind of plateaued on my own knowledge, then I will do some research. Ah, and the research okay. is only looking at laps. So looking at real life laps at that track. Okay. Hopefully with no uh telemetry, no metrics. Okay. Just looking at breaking points looking at lines and trying to hear the motor. So in in person real videos. In person real videos. Not Gran Turismo not, videos. I'll, sometimes I'll go to Gran Turismo videos if if I can tell like I'll scan them and if I can tell it's just uh, a video of the like the cockpit and no actual numbers. Yeah. I'll watch it, but I'm trying to stay away from that. Okay. So then I take that and I apply it 
to my lap and I see how much I improve. And most of the time I improve in specific places. Mm. I'll see that I'm on the gas where I shouldn't be or I'm breaking too late, breaking too early. Mm-hmm. Um, and then so then I, I, I improve the lap that way. Then, okay. I hit, then I hit that plateau. Yes. Once I hit that plateau, then I move on to GT7 videos where now I'm looking at speeds they're going at. Yeah. Uh, you know, now I'm looking at where they're braking, how much they're braking, yes. Uh, where they're accelerating, how much they're accelerating, mm-hmm. and then improve that way. And then finally, I will do the actual Gran Turismo like circuit experience they have on each track. Oh, just driving it yourself. You can, that you drive each one, uh, each sector, and you you can either bronze, silver, or gold in each oh, sector. Okay, and they actually to improve that sector. Yeah, and they to improve that sector. Ah, so like I'll either target okay. sectors that I'm deficient in. I see. You know, or or go through the whole thing and then do a whole lap, and then I'll then it's like full on practice from that point. There's really nothing else. Yeah. What does your process look like? So I did not get that far. Okay. I, in terms of process, I w- I purely went on my own experience of let me just drive the hell out of this car. Right. Which we know was balanced to everybody else, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, on that um, time trial. And I was consistent. I will say that I was hitting my 205s regularly. Yeah, yeah. When I wouldn't fuck up. You yeah, know, yeah, or yeah. Whatever. Yeah. So I felt like I definitely plateaued just on my own. Yeah. Uh, all of what you just said makes a shit ton of sense. Yeah. Because there's so much content out there for these tracks in real life. Yeah. And so I definitely need to do that. I didn't even realize the circuit experience was what you just said, where I could practice turns and specific sections. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I did not know that at all. Had I known that, I probably would have dove into that next. Yeah. Less so on the videos and just trying to improve my overall run. So were you taking the same car or just any car? Through no, those for search. videos I'll take any car. Okay, but for okay. like GT7 stuff I'll use the same car. Okay, um, okay. If I have it, yes. Right? If I don't, yeah. I'll get something close. Uh huh. But from from my from plateauing on my experience, yes. To the whole process that I described, yeah. That might be a second or two. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's yeah, how you got to two hundred one. Yeah. Two hundred one six. Yeah. So it's not like you know it, it's. It seems like small peanuts for all, well, the, totally. all the shit that you're doing, <laughs> yeah. you know, for the hours but and that's, hours. That's how that's how you that's how I obsess on some of these things. And I have to say, like having our f- f- friends on it on the platform. Oh, yeah. That, that motivates you for <laughs> yeah. sure. Yeah, because we have. Yeah. We, I mean, we we get kind of drunk while we're playing, too. Uh. <laughs> We have that makes sense. yeah, we have bumper car uh, sessions like yeah. where we're like bumping at hi- hairpins and shit. And we just laugh each other. Oh each my other. god, that would annoy me so much. Yeah, hey. yeah, <laughs> but it's part. It's like it's a different fun yeah, too. Yeah. You know, it's camaraderie versus mm. like getting really competitive. Yeah. Anyway, yeah, yes. I'm, I'm looking to see, you know, what kind of damage you do in the future. I would love to say in a year's time or or especially less that I'm actually entering tournaments regularly and placing somewhat respectful respectably okay so gt academy 2024 three what oh, well, gt academy is the live one. Oh, yeah. okay okay yeah. gt okay, academy okay. is the live one 2024 so. yeah my kids are old enough they'll be in school i can <laughs> yeah. i can run away for a month or yeah, two and start yes, an esports yes. team yes yeah that that would be cool but anyway let's get into our last segment of the day i went to auto club this weekend you did and i try to go back to back yes and let me tell you how it went Okay. It was, it was full of drama, Randy. Really? 
for a bunch of boomers that run this ship yeah for yeah yeah, and it's uh yeah that's so right yeah (laughs) uh so auto club is a high horsepower track right so i was kind of like i was kind of feeling like man i need to prepare more so i actually took the passenger seat out of the of the race car okay right so i lost i think that was good for like 45 pounds Mm -hmm. uh with the brackets and all that stuff sure so I took that out. My previous personal best at Auto Club was one of 157 flat. Okay. 157.01. Mm-hmm. Um, so I kind of wanted to just stay there for the most part. But because it was going to be so hot, mm-hmm. I knew that wasn't going to be a real realistic. Yes. So what I also did is I didn't show up with a full tank. I made sure to stay at three-quarter tank. Oh, nice. And the goal was to burn a quarter, a quarter tank in the first session mm-hmm. and then have half a tank for my Best hot session, session yeah. right, the second mm-hmm. session. Mm-hmm. And it worked out just like that. Nice. Yeah, so that was good, right? So um, I went back to the Maxxis tires. That's the t- Those are the tires that I – um you're most that, comfortable that on more, i actually did the 157 on okay right but these are far more used that's the problem that's Sets. the problem so okay they were already greasy the last time i went out yeah i kind of lied to myself a little bit okay and thought you know like they're good right they're good for another session and they really are good for another few sessions sure but not for like competitive times. sure but anyway, so I did that. I actually swapped the Maxis onto the Titan 7s. Oh, wow. And put okay. the, RC, the RT660s on the Apexes. Okay. Be- because of the fitment issues more than anything. Oh, okay. Yeah, that makes because sense. I was rubbing. Sure. And now I don't rub, which is good. Mm-hmm. So I arrive. First session is at 830, right? It's already like intolerably hot. <laughs> yeah, it was hot yesterday. You know, so I'm yes. like, oh, this is, it already feels like it's 85. Yep. This is going to suck. So... I go out, the car is sliding everywhere. Like, you wouldn't believe it. It felt like my rear tires were on, like, the old food trays. Oh, no. You know, that's yeah. how it felt. I've never done that, but, yeah, yeah I've seen like the videos. It, it, it yeah. felt like, like at every turn, I'd put a little gas, and the, and the rear end is, like, just coming out, and it's mm. coming out. And I'm having to correct. I'm having to correct. And I'm like, okay, whatever. So I aim, I'm able to muster a 158.425. Okay. Almost a, a second and a half off my personal best. That's kind of a lot. It's it's significant, yeah. right? And you know, in in a in a time trial, mm-hmm. a second and a half is huge. Yes, absolutely. Right. So this was uh, your first session. This is my first session. That was your best time in your first session. Best time of my first session, and the first session doesn't count officially for laps. Oh, it doesn't. No. Oh, it's more okay. of a practice session, but they're tracking time, so you know. So and so, where did you land? first okay i landed first uh with the second coming in at two minutes uh 0.357 oh wow so yeah. two flat you two say. flat 0.35 yeah 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 um and the group was small it was only four cars this time okay which kind of sucked because i wanted to do the maxis contingency because if i won i would get two free tires correct and if I won Saturday and Sunday, I got four free tires. Right. But there was only four people. So so they don't give it if it's... There has to be five or more racers. Oh, so Losing it by one. That's a bummer. I would have had it at Big Willow, but at Auto Club, 
it's just it's a high horsepower track. Yeah. So TT five are not incentivized to show up. So oh, so that's why people don't go. Yeah, yeah. So like the the more high high horsepower, higher class cars will have more fun at that track. Makes sense. So session two comes around. This is at nine fifty five now, right? It's ten ten o'clock in the morning. The sun is blazing like it's two p.m. Were you in a garage at least? I was in a garage. Your own or somebody else's? My own garage. Okay, nice. I got rented a garage, Uh, but this is my quote unquote hot session, my favorite session, right? The second session. Mm -hmm. So uh, I grid. uh, Now they're gridding by time, so I don't have to fight traffic. Yep. So I'm I'm fourteenth of twenty four cars. Um, so we go out on grid and it's actually feeling a little better. It's still feeling like I'm like I'm slippery. Right. But not as bad as the first session. Mm -hmm. So I do a flyer. I commit on some areas where I wasn't committing before. I did a 157.167. Okay. So on my second lap. So there I am. I'm like very close to my personal best. I'm like, all right, cool. On my third lap, Coming out of the carousel into the oval, right? Okay. You, you know, you yes. know, so you know how there's uh, there's two like black tire like piles mm-hmm. on that last mm-hmm. like sweeper coming right into the oval. Yeah, yes. come, yeah, right. Mm-hmm. So, um, right after that last like tire pile, mm-hmm. um, is where I usually shift. Okay. Right. Okay. So I come out of that and I shift. From third, what is to be fourth, and drop it in a second. Oh, n- the car immediately, it catches me completely off guard, immediately loses the rear end. Oh. And I, I'm spinning out into the roval at what's like 80, 90 miles per hour. Luckily, it's it's it goes into an open space. I, yes. had, I had already gotten past the walls and stuff before Great. this happened. Yes. But I'm like... Um, it caught me so off guard that I wasn't able to correct enough in time. Yeah, it was so, so I'm fast. Like, I'm like sideways, uh-huh. and then I kind of come back to the car, and I'm almost facing the wrong, almost facing the wrong direction. And I look to the side, and there are cars flying at me. Yeah, yeah. And I'm like, shit. So I'm like, I don't have enough time to get out of the way. I'm staying here. They are gonna, they are gonna know where to go yeah. if I don't move. And there's a flagger right at that corner coming out. But right? it was after him. I'm probably 100 yards. Not 100 yards. But 100 could, feet after. Yeah, so he could flag those he cars. He could flag those cars. So yellow flag but them, But they, right? they were coming up behind me, like, pretty close. Okay. Oh, so there's, like, immediate cars right yeah, after you. Yeah, immediate cars right yes, after me. That I'm, like, I'm like, flag. oh, shit. Yeah, like, yeah. Like, really tripping out about this. Yes. And uh, But I stay there, and so they evade me. Okay. And I'm like, all right, cool. So I I'm like, I need to make sure that this car is OK. Mm-hmm. So I immediately go out to uh, back to the paddock. Mm-hmm. So I, I had I hadn't gone far out enough to where I had to go another lap. <laughs> yes. Um, and I go out to the to the to the download and the session is disqualified because of you, because of me. <laughs> well, no, no, my session is disqualified because I spun out. Oh, so I thought that I thought that because no. I thought that because I w- I didn't come off the track. Yes. Because the ru- I thought the rule was if you go four off, you're disqualified. Four off meaning four, meaning your four off, tires. Okay. Off go the- off, you're disqualified. <clears throat> but apparently, because it was such an unsafe area. Yeah. Uh, where that happened. Yeah. That session for me was deemed disqualified. My best time in my best session 
disqualified. Okay, that stinks. So now, yeah. I, I'm technically technically the time is in first place, but mm-hmm. that time doesn't count. So now, I don't even have a time going into the hottest session of oh, the day. Right. Right. I have to put down another 157 in session three. Yeah. So I go out in session three, which I'm referring to as the melting session from now on. Okay. The tires feel so greasy. I still get to grid by the time that I achieved 157. So I'm I'm starting at 11th of 24, which I improved three positions. But this time doesn't count. So now, like, this is – it's kind of like, well, this sucks. Mm Mm-hmm. Going into a really bad session, sessions that, you know, historically no one gets any faster after the second session, maybe a little bit in session three. So it's worse than the morning session. And I'm trying to I'm like, I'm trying to do the best of not overdriving the car, but at the same time, keeping it at least a little quick. Right. So but I'm like sawing at the wheel. Because I'm losing the rear end yeah, so much. Sucks. Yeah. Okay. Right. And I'm I'm the car is now starting to feel nervous during one and two. Like where I you know, I go flat out, mm-hmm. I'm at like one thirty five. I can feel the tires not as grippy as they were in session two. Yeah. I'm like, this is not good, man. So I do I felt faster mm-hmm. for two reasons. One, my Garmin didn't work. So I couldn't see how I was doing with times. Oh, for yourself. Yeah, yeah, which messes me up because usually I'm like, okay, that wasn't good. I'll have to fix a few things. While you're driving, those are going through your head. On the straight, that's what I do. I look at the time. I'm like, okay, that wasn't good. Let me try some new things Mm -hmm. and then see if it gets faster. And that's how I I get faster throughout the session. Sure. I had no reference other than what I was feeling. Okay. And although I was feeling faster, I wasn't. I I was just feeling the greasy wheels and how hard I was fighting Mm -hmm. the damn car. So I look at the time once I get off. I do a 158.423. That is... Two thousandths uh-huh. better than my first session. Two thousandths of a second better okay. than my first session. Uh, two thousandths. Two thousandths of a, okay. Yeah. Interesting. That's crazy. Good for first place. Oh wow. Okay. A one fifty eight point four two three. Uh huh. The second was a one fifty nine point one eight. That was the second nearest time. One fifty nine one eight. So that's six tenths. Let's call it. Okay. Five. Sure. Yeah, six tenths of a second. Okay. Um, for session four, I just couldn't do it anymore. You mean you didn't even want to run anymore? Yeah, or the, the like... tires were so gone mm-hmm. that it just made no sense. Yeah. The heat was unbearable. Ridiculous yesterday. The temps in my car uh-huh. had got got way higher than I've ever seen before. Oh, you have a thermometer inside of your race car? Or no, are you the, talking no, about the I'm truck? talking about uh, coolant and oil temp. Oh, that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That, so I was temps. at 210 when I would never see over like 195 before. Oh. So I was like, okay. and then, you know, you know, granted the money shift, obviously it didn't do, it did damage for sure. <laughs> but like not to the point where the car is dead. Obviously I did another session. Yes. So it was fine in Thankfully, that regard. Yeah. Um, but it, you know, I was just like, it's just, it's just not worth it. I'm not going to get any faster. Yeah. You know? So again, I called it and it seemed like everybody had the same attitude. Oh, really? Yeah. Literally. I think one car at a TT five went back out and it was the slowest guy in the class. Oh yeah. So at that point Mm -hmm. it's pretty much secured. So 
I went back to back. <laughs> even even after disqual- a disqualified session, right. which I'm still mad about. Are you you're so you're mad? Well, yeah, I get it. So I I, like it. I, my argument was like I didn't go off, but I I guess I lost control. So it and it was hard to argue because I still won. Oh yeah, yeah. But like yeah. when I but you know don't if, be a sore winner, John. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, it's like I yeah. don't like seeing a one fifty like a one fifty eight victory is slow to me. Considering I did like almost a second and a half faster, I see that got disqualified. What were the other cars? Sorry, that were running. Uh, another E36, which okay. is the one that was closer, closest to me. Same from last time. Same or, from last time. Okay. Uh, an S2000. Okay. And a Celica. With okay, the the seventh gen or the the four four headlights or the one four headlights. The, oh, okay, that yeah, guy four headlights. Okay. Yeah, that's the slow one. That's a slow one. Yeah, that's yeah. a slow one. That car is heavy and slow. I don't know why he runs that thing. I don't. I haven't looked at the car. Maybe he's got it competitive somehow. But it, I mean, yeah, it's not. It's not showing up on the lap it, times. Dude, that car is like 140 horsepower. Yeah. Engine, so, so yeah. So then today I went to I went back for Auto Fest. I actually forgot to return my transponder. Oh yeah. Yeah. So. I had to go back today for that or else I'll charge me. Okay. Um, but I went back for AutoFest and took the opportunity to go into uh, the classroom session. And get your next. And get my, uh, <laughs> my number one medal right. for, for taking uh, number one. But it kind of sucks because I want more competitors. I would say that, yes. You know, like it's uh, – I've even considered maybe moving up a class. I was thinking that, but when it's I gonna cost. It's gonna cost me a ton of money. Oh, in what way? Because you have because to set I up the car to, more. I, yeah, like I'd have to go to like carbon fiber hood and because or or do power mods, which doesn't make sense to me. Then oh, so you gotta lighten or I've gotta lighten the car power. to like twenty four hundred, you know, which is and you're at thirty two. Was it uh, the car no. is at like 29. twenty nine? Oh, five hundred pounds. Yeah. So that's a lot. I'm joking like carbon fiber hood, carbon fiber trunk, Lexan windows. Like, I mean, it's oh, like it, yeah. it's, it's a, get, you know, it's a four thousand dollar endeavor. It, uh, yeah. Or chopping the shit out of that car. Right. Yeah. Or that, which I'm also having issues with, <laughs> you know, but yes. but yeah, it's it's a uh, it's a costly move. Mm-hmm. But if. <laughs> this sounds so bad, but if it continues to be this easy, yes, it has to happen. I agree. I'm not going to get better. Yeah. By doing that. Yes. You know, so yeah. it's uh, there's still Button Willow, which is my least experienced track mm-hmm. that that session might teach me a lesson on humility. I might. I'm probably aiming for third, maybe. Because uh, you expect more competitors come out or because, because I've only been there twice. Oh, you know, and okay. so everybody else that's run there has run there for years at mm-hmm. this point. Mm-hmm. So me and it being able to come through there, I don't know. But it's uh, if I can figure that out, mm-hmm. then I mean, there's really not a track on the schedule yes. that I wouldn't expect to podium in. So then that would mean I have to jump either jump into another class or figure out another organization to jump in with that, with has different competition, like Beamer challenge, like Beamer challenge, which right. I've noticed, um, has had better times. 
on their on, TT5 uh, yeah, yeah, on, group? On their the similar group, which is, I think is B4. Oh, yes. Okay. Uh, okay. But I'd still be podium. But okay. I'd be, but I'd be fighting for first place, essentially. Okay. Which leads oh. me to believe, like, okay, it's not that much of a difference. Yes. Maybe I do need to go into this, like, you know, waste of money on the car. Uh-huh. I'm looking. And jump into TT4. But f- so can you really gain 500? So you'd need like, gosh, I can't find ways to chop. I mean, windows. Yes. The Lexan windows, like you said. I mean, to get rid of the dash <laughs> altogether. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, what does the dash typically weigh? Like I don't know, 50 like, pounds? Nah, like, I would say maybe like 30. So that's like negligible. Hood. Hood is you gain like what twenty pounds going to carbon 20 fiber. Twenty pounds trunk, but another same. another twenty. Yeah, let's guess. Uh, but I still have I still have I still have door cards. I still have speakers. I still have all the wiring. I still have sound deadening. Okay. I still have. So we're back. We're talking. I mean, we're talking like we said like one fifty. We just said like one fifty. Yeah, that's what I was. I was gonna say yeah. like one fifty to two hundred pounds. So where do you? So then it's got to be power mods. And then another fifty on me. Yeah, maybe, but yeah, sure. Okay. Yeah, and then, but I can't. What power mods? You know, like I don't. I don't want to go force induction. That's the end of reliability. That's very you know? true. That's so. Very true. You're already catless, right? I'm already catless. I already, already got headers. Catless. I might be able to do like a uh, intake manifold upgrade, which I've been avoiding doing. Uh-huh. Uh huh. But there's a, there's a pretty simple swap from the N50 motor that has wider runners. Okay, so you just to get make a, it breathe OEM better. And OEM. But that's still like good for that's what, like ten at horsepower, most, five yeah. to ten. Yeah. You're not. At it's best. not anything significant. The only way you're right is. But there are TT4 cars that are competitive n- now. Mm-hmm. So what I'm thinking is, I'm going to start talking to them and seeing what they've done to their cars. Their E36s. E36s. Yeah. And seeing what it would cost me to emulate that. Yeah. Or, you know, what if for some reason, like three new challengers show up in TT5 and now yeah. they're giving me a run for my money? Yes. Then I'm happily staying there. Right. Um, one of the two has to happen, I think, if things yeah. continue this way. Yeah. Yeah. But we'll see. You know, I mean, it, there is there. The plan. The plan is still to um, to go for a championship next year. Okay. OK. You know, this year I started too late, but next year I still plan on going for a championship. If that's oh, in TT5, yeah. it's in TT5. So I actually just pulled up the Auto Club uh, Beamer Challenge times for okay. B- B4. So third place. So oh, let's go with fourth place. Fourth place is 158.05. Okay. E36 M3. Right. Third place, 157.42. Okay. And you, you hit a 157.1. Uh, today, yesterday, that yeah. was disqualified, but yeah. nonetheless, you did hit that, right? Yeah. So you would have gotten a uh, third place because the next time in second place was one fifty six eight seven. There you go. And then a fast E ninety at one fifty three ninety four. But when was their auto club event? Uh, it's well, it says here five days ago, so June twenty five. Oh yeah, that was last weekend. Or yeah, sorry, was- um. Yeah, I mean, yeah, their, when their, they their auto club event was last weekend. Oh, okay, yeah, okay. it was last weekend, okay. but it was a much cooler weekend. Far cooler. So yeah, then, then, yeah, oh, right. Yes, that's right. Sorry. So I yes. think I. Th- what was the number one time? The number one time was one fifty three nine. 
Oh, I definitely. I think I would have beat the one fifty six eight. Yes, but I wouldn't have been able to beat the one fifty three. That guy is in the E ninety M three. Uh, that's a little suspicious. Yeah, that's why E ninety M three. That doesn't sound right. That's on the B four. It says here BMW E ninety M three. Marco Brinkman. That yeah. sounds hella Sketch, suspicious. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Whereas, well, the next number two is an E forty six. Number three is. The E46, I can see how you could make that a B4 class car. Right. And, and E90 M3, though? There's an E92 that's in fifth place on this in this class. I mean, he must be stock because he's run. Or, yeah, he's fifth place, 158.98. You put me in E90, I'm yeah. doing way better times. Yeah. I'm yeah, cracking yeah. 150. Yeah, that's why I'm, I'm pretty surprised that they're letting that run. Yeah. <laughs> And the B1 class is a Supra. How is that? Uh, whatever. I won't even. Yeah, yeah go that's there, interesting. So, yeah, maybe uh, Beamer Challenge is the way to go. But then that's also the classing is a little sketch. Too. That's super sketch. But at least you have a run. You get a run for your money. It seems like, you know, fresh set of Maxis might have been different experience for you. Right. Yeah. Actually, that would have been a big difference because they're obviously still. They're, they're consistent enough to where I could do a 157, mm -hmm. but it was a much easier 157 the last time out. Okay. And I think the, the last session, the last mm -hmm. time out, is when I started to feel how I felt those tires pretty much every session yesterday. I see. You know? Okay, okay. So, so they're toast. I would call it. For competitive times, yes. they're toast. Okay, okay. For practice, I would still use them. Yeah, makes sense. But, yeah, for, for competing, I think I need a new set. So would you go out to practice with that set of wheels and, like, toast tires for that first session? Would you yeah, do that? Yeah, Just to kind of get your warm-up going? Yeah, because I think, uh, you know, you can – I can – well, at least for me, you can never learn too much control – Ah, fair you know, point. and being able to control slippery tires, yeah. I think, makes me a better driver. I see. You know, so okay. then once I get into some good ones and I'm mm -hmm. really feeling that grip. Yep. Holding on. I'm mm -hmm. like, oh, yeah, this is I am staying in it. Yes. Yes. Yeah. yeah. So. So, uh, yeah, it looks like B4 class would be a, would give you a little bit of a run for your money. Yeah. But I that's that class. I still need to lose weight for, too. Oh, really? Yeah. You still have room. I still have room. So I need I can I can either run a splitter or take weight out. But I would rather take weight out. I think that would still make me faster. Ah, yeah. okay, versus the splitter. Yeah. So, so yeah, that's where I'm at. I mean, like, I guess you know, I'm still, I'm still in the podium picture. Yes. You know, yes. wherever we're at. Yeah, uh, that's true. That's true. If I could beat the 153, right? I don't know if I could do that. Uh, not with the current car, but if I could take weight out of it, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. another maybe. Let's see. I'm at a 156. If 157. You, uh huh. I'd say 100 pounds is good for a second. Yeah. So, and this guy's at 156.87. So you could, I yeah. For that's second place guy. Second place guy. But I I'm not I'm I'm not in it for podiums. I'm in it for the first for the place. dub. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. No, but my po point was just that like you would easily with a with a some weight loss on the car you definitely could have gotten there. Oh, for sure, yeah, yeah. yeah. If but you're one fifty seven flat, I'm aiming for the one fifty three at this point. Yeah, because if I can do one fifty threes in the in the E thirty six, yes, I'm podiuming in TT four. So, oh, yeah. So 
So you tech and you technically don't have to lose the weight to get into TT. No, no, correct? you just that's just a limit. Right. Yeah. Right, right, but right. I, I don't think I could do a 153. Mm -hmm. I mean, unless I was running like Hoosiers, maybe. Sure. But then I would I might be now illegally modified. Right. right. Uh, I wouldn't be within the rules. Mm -hmm. But yeah, not the current car. I would have to cut another pounds. Yeah. I, I mean, it's it's significant. It's that's a significant. A I'll do the actual calculations and we'll talk about it. next. OK. Time. OK. Sounds good. Yeah. But that's how we're at for now. We've yes. got 91 Octane's gone back to back. Back baby. to back. Yeah. Back to back. And yes. that is our episode. How do you find us, John? You can find us at 91 Octane.com. That is all letters. No numbers. Also, like and subscribe wherever you're listening to this podcast. Follow us on Instagram at 91 Octane. And if you want to send us any emails, info at 91 Octane.com. Also, support those that support us ourselves and you guys as well by drinking cafe carrera the best single origin watermelon coffee you'll try available in dark roast medium roast geisha pacamara and katawaii i promise you you'll love it use discount code big willow we should change that to auto club mm, yeah maybe maybe not Use either code Big Willow or Auto Club. Sure. Uh, we'll see we'll when the graphic pops up, then you'll mm -hmm. know which one it is for 10% off your entire order. Uh, thank you again for always supporting us and all the love on Instagram for our victories. Uh, and like I said, if you can't support by, you know, trying some coffee or buying some merch, you know, feel free to like, uh, comment and subscribe anywhere, really anywhere you're watching this and hear this. That helps us out a lot. Randy, any last words? Shout out to nobody. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to nobody. All right. Week. Good night. Good night.